Hello fellow Rona Geeks, this is Alex Austin, just coming at you with episode 82, part 2. Sorry for the delay in this episode, obviously with everything going on in the world, it's been tough to keep up, so I decided to split up the last episode to buy us an extra week here, and we'll be back on with regular recordings starting next week. So thank you so much for your patience on that one, and enjoy the episode. Just go on it. Okay. Um, Sorry. Even, continue with the resistance. Yeah. So the rise of resistance won a couple of things. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna do the annoying part first, and then I will get to the ride. So the way that the ga- the this whole game you play with Disney <laughs> works is there is no actual physical queue yet for the ride. It is built out. So when the ride when they start letting people queue normally, mm-hmm. they there's a line for it. It's already there. I, I've been through it. Trust me. It's fucking huge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the way that it works right now is a virtual queue. And the reason uh, there's a couple of reasons for that. One is that the ride breaks down frequently, so they mm. need to kind of massage when people. So it's still in. kind of in, in beta. So kind to speak. of yeah, yeah. Think of it as a uh, early access ride. That's actually not a bad way of looking at it. They would never market it that way, but <laughs> kind of what it is. Uh, but it has a more uptime than it does down. So it's not like it's like constant. They just don't want to have like people waiting in a five hour line. Yeah. And yeah, then going, then, hey, the ride broke down. Off, yeah. Wait a little longer, please. Yeah. Because then, you know, people will get upset because I'm like, oh, I've waited all day for this and now it's broke down mm-hmm. and now I got to get a line. It's like, no. Um, so the idea is that you get into this virtual queue using their app. And the idea is that you get in a virtual queue, you can go on other rides. And then when your boarding pass is called, you have two hours to return to the ride and go on it. That's. Why don't they just do that all the time? I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I'm going to fucking tell that you why. That sounds like a great plan. It's yes. a great idea. On, on paper, I was on 100% paper. on board. I 100% agree with you. <laughs> but here's how my my version of getting on this ride went. First day, I go there and we ended up in the park about 20 minutes after it opened. All of the boarding passes were taken for that day. So there's no chance I could even get on the ride. Oh, wow. Um the second day I went, I actually went really fucking early because I'm like, I don't want to play this game where I'm constantly getting a little more up early, a little more up early to get into this queue. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going, I wake up at five, I'm in the, I'm <laughs> at the park by six and around seven o'clock, the Disney cast members go, okay, like there's a shit ton of people now lining up to get into the park. Majority of them were there for Rise of Resistance. So they do this thing and I was like, at first it's like, well, this is amazing. They lessen the park at seven. They're like, none of the rides are going to open till 8. Because that's the time when the, the, everything goes live. Sure. Um, but they started getting us to the rides we wanted to go to. And I know that, okay, I'm going to have my phone with me, with my app. And I'm going to get on the ride by just hitting Q now. And I'll be good. So I'm lined up for a rock and roller coaster. Uh, awesome ride. Sure. You've been on it. Yep. Uh, uh, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. 8 o'clock rolls around. And, of course, everyone's on their fucking phone. <laughs> and everyone hits you now what ended up happening was in under five seconds from opening the queue was full oh shit because here's what happened the people who had gotten there early and everybody else since seven o'clock got into the park and all queued at the same time so even though i was there since six and way ahead of the crowds i actually didn't get in oh yeah sucks right Eh. but here's the thing is i kind of got lucky my app screwed up. 
um, in a way that it like it effectively crashed. And I went to the park people. I was like, hey, look, I get it. A lot of people were at the customer service area and they're like, hey, look, like we've been here since like five, since six, whatever. We wanted to just get on this ride and we can't get on because you, you guys let all these people in rightfully complaining, I would say. Uh, my future advice to Disney is just don't fucking open the gates till eight. People yeah. who get in there early, get in there early and can queue up. Right. And everybody else, just take your time going through the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but they should just they should just escort the line of those people to the Star Wars gate who are waiting in the Star Wars line. Yes, like, or do that. Let, don't just let all the randos run into the Star Wars area. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter because you got to have the boarding pass anyway, right, right. on the app. So, right. And the app only lets you in if you are actually signed into the park. So you actually have to go in, swipe your card. Once you swipe your card to go past the gate, now you're in. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can't just be standing near the park. No, you need to be in the park. Oh. So uh, that's the only way you can queue up. Yeah, it's probably geocoded. It is geocoded. Yeah. Well, it's not even just well, that. It's not just geocoded. Knows you are in. Yeah, you have you have swiped your ticket. Mm. You are now in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you set it up beforehand with your app. So, yeah, no, don't go in there assuming it's going to be easy to just set up and go on. No, pre-set up everything. <laughs> Make sure your account is linked to your mm-hmm. tickets. So when you wipe your ticket, your account on your app goes, yes, you're in the park. <laughs> hmm. That is advice number one. <laughs> anyway, so I went to them. If they could make it work, I, I think it's still better than queuing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, if they could make it work. I agree. It would be. But it's uh, the way the that it is, change the process. That's really what it comes down to. Or just as people are coming in, give them a digital code. You know what they should do? In that order. How about this? You put like a QR code. Yeah. At the front of the ride, and you literally have to go up to the QR code. Well, here's the problem with that. It. And then, as everyone goes to the gates, they will literally be running and pushing each other down on the ground to get to the That's QR no code. different than a queue. Well, no, because the digital queue, the way that. Oh, you're talking about the physical queue. The physical queue. So it's, it, you make it so yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, same yeah. way as the physical queue. You have to go up to the ride, you scan it. And then now you just have. It's kind of like when you go to a restaurant, you have yeah. this, like, you know, the lights flashing thing. Or, like, oh, or, yeah. To be honest, what they could just do is they could put it near the front of the park. Yeah, I don't care. Just yeah, so totally. as you go through the gate, totally, you just swipe in, and now you're registered. I agree. That would be about and much that, better. And way. that would also because it's physical. It's a physical thing. Yeah, it forces only one person to be doing it at a time, or maybe well, two or three. Yeah. So you're not going to have that like 500 people <laughs> all yeah. signing in right yeah. now. Just you could just go out and just spray everyone with blue milk, and whoever yeah. the milk touches gets on the ride. Ah, yeah, yeah. There that's you one go. way of doing it. It's on my shirt. It's on my shirt. <laughs> I would just go uh Quick bite. vomit on me. I, need I, blue milk I, I, I would take blue milk the day before and I would just dump it into a canteen and then I'd go to the front of the gate, they'd start spraying, I'd just dump it on myself, be like, yeah, I got a lot of it. <laughs> uh you're but, there like dirty dancing area. Is it dirty dancing where she does the pulls the lever and she's got the water dumping on her in the oh. chair? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh so when I went to customer service, uh I showed them the error and um they They put down their blue milk. They, they, they well, you. no, <laughs> the, the majority of people they were turning away because, like, it's like, hey, look, we, we understand that people have been trying to get on this ride, but because I was fortunate enough to have a, an error with my app, entertainingly enough, I didn't even have the opportunity to actually try to get on the ride. Right. So when I showed it to them, I explained the whole process. It was extremely reasonable, and that's always a key whenever you're talking to somebody about something you're upset about. Try and be as reasonable as possible. Yeah, because they're, they're not they're not in control of it. No, they're you not. Know what I mean? They're like, not. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, look, if there's anything you can do, it would be appreciated. And uh, and they were nice enough to um, find me a boarding pass. Nice to to get me on. Obviously, they have a few for those kinds of instances, and I was by far a very unique situation. Because the majority of people in the line were just there because they were mad they didn't get in the queue. 
Um, and they were telling people like, hey, look, if you didn't get the cue, we can't help you. Sorry. Yeah. Kind of thing. And, which is understandable from their perspective. I get it. People are mad. Yeah, you got lucky because you may not have actually legitimately gotten in the queue. That's if true. Your, if your app had worked. That's that's very true. It's very possible that it wouldn't have happened. I mean, I was probably a lot faster on the draw than most people were. Um, uh, and I probably would have been fine because as soon as eight hit, I was like, bam, bam, bam. So I would have been in the queue. Probably. You, have to, you have to like look up the fastest LTE carrier speed for Orlando. So you know which APN to I was actually to. tied straight into their <laughs> Wi-Fi. Oh, were you really? It's really okay. fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at least uh, they got that going for them. Yeah, they do park-wide Wi-Fi. And if you log into any park, you're good for all the parks. Nice. So Star Wars Wi-Fi is pretty good. Uh, yeah. Aerosmith <laughs> Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi yeah. in this case, but yeah. Nice. Um, Aerosmith Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the, the the way that the now that I've kind of gone through that whole spiel, the way that the ride worked was uh, really neat. So you go in, you tell them, "Hey, I got this boarding pass." You show them, they scan your card to make sure that you're the correct person. They go, "Yep." You go in, you go through this maze of tunnels, effectively, which is all uh, carved out Star Wars style. Like mm. you know, there's like cabling along the roof and lighting, and it's like that. That, Hoth that style. Hoth, exactly. That's exactly what it looks like. But it's just like rock because you're in that yep. area. Um, and you go through, there's like a bunch of stuff. You see like the big um, combats, like uh, two-sided glass piece where it's like they got all the drawings of where the um, things are in the... Uh, think of uh, the Battle of Yavin. Yeah, yeah. Where they're in the mm-hmm. control room and all the yep. different uh, yep. battle screens are up there. Yep. They have all those as you're walking past them too. Because it's yep. like a resistance base. Yep. And uh, they got like lockers that are like... Um, wireframe lockers where you can see into that. It. It's like all their gear, like flight suits and cool. weapons mm-hmm. and shit like that. More artistic setup. All, all tons of it. Even the some of the lights are uh, the fusion lanterns, like Luke had when he went to Dagobah. Mm-hmm. So those yeah. kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they use that for lighting and stuff, which is kind of cool. Uh, and then you go into this area uh, where you're getting divided up in a uh, kind of like. Uh, corrals i guess and they send corrals through one at a time of of like groups of people and what you do is you go into this room and uh you're talking at first to ray shows up as a hologram like a couple feet away from you i don't know how the fuck they did it. glass gotta be glass it's not it's not glass i can guarantee you i was standing there it's not glass i will show you a video that i took of it I don't know what how they did it. It was impressive. They just tapped into the holonet. But like it's legit <laughs> like looks like a hologram from Star Wars. Hmm. Shrug Disney money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, um like almost in fucking touching distance. Obviously they didn't. clearly had an alien land. And <laughs> yeah. That, and that's how Disney has all of its money and that's why it's doing so well, right? Maybe, now. yeah. Um anyway, and then like uh you, so she's talking about how you're being going to be transported as like new resistance recruits from uh, Batu to uh, wherever the base is. I can't remember what she said. I would be a terrible resistance person. <laughs> Actually, probably be for the best because yeah, 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 yeah. Down with the Empire, got yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> because if I ever got captured, I would have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us where the base is. It's like ah, ah. <laughs> they'd be torturing the shit out of me because I'd be like honest. I'd be like, yeah, they told me. I just honestly forgot. <laughs> They're like, we don't believe you. You're really holding up to this interrogation wall. I'm like, I'm really not. <laughs> you, get, you get back and you're like a war hero for holding up interrogation. Yeah. Yeah, I get a medal for strong will. Will, yes. will. I would have just sold out immediately. I'd be, how, how do I join your team? <laughs> you guys have way better costumes. 
But uh, anyway, so uh, she talks to you. Uh, BB-8 is actually in the room at one point. Uh, Poe is supposed to be out in his X-wing outside of the room, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually done up, like I said. Uh, but he actually, the actors are all the actors doing this, like the actual actors from the movies do yeah. this, these segments because it's on video screen and on hologram, whatever. And uh, there's also a Mon Calmar lieutenant uh, who's there talking to you as well. Mon Calmar t- lieutenant. And uh, so they go about this whole scheme about how like, hey, we're transporting you to help the resistance effort. Yada, yada. See you there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of start signing off and Poe's supposed to be running escort with some other uh, pilots. When you go out of this room, you go out back outside uh, to an area that's like a plateau, and you see Poe's X-Wing off to your right with BB-8 wow. in it. So this is only for that? Like, you don't see it outside nope. of this ride? Yeah, only in this ride. Wow. And there's a uh, transport to your left that you go to get onto, and it looks like a CR-90, so that's the um, blockade runner that's in episode four. Mm-hmm. It's like a smaller version of it. Yep. When you get onto that... This part started blowing me away because I was like, I don't know what this ride is yet. <laughs> I had no idea what the ride was. So I looked up nothing. Any spoilers? Anyone tried to give me? I was like, nope. Didn't want to know what it was. So I get on this transport. In front of me, because it was up near the front, is a animatronic Mon Cal. Yes. Who looked extremely lifelike. It's like, so crazy. Really, really well done talking to you and stuff like that. And he's like going through the whole spiel as the lieutenant I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Wait, then, that's animatronic? Yeah. I saw videos of it. They all looked human. Yeah, no, it's animatronic. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a it's impressive. Unless it is human, and I just didn't realize it, but no, I'm pretty sure it's animatronic. Oh, okay. Did he have the voice and everything? He's like, well, my mother's yeah, yeah. up, we'll go flying. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a Celestin there who's like kind of like, I think, like the gunner or something for oh, the transport. Okay, cool. And he's also talking, but he's on like a vid screen. Yeah. Um, anyway, and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I'm on the transport. And I didn't, and I was holding onto one of the bars thinking it's just like there for support. No, the thing starts fucking moving. (laughs) The transport is a simulator. Oh. And as it's simulating this whole thing where you're taking off from the planet, the first order shows up and they tractor beam you into one of the star destroyers. And I was like, cool. I was like, I have no idea where this ride's going, but so far so good. And... Then uh, the other door opens, uh, or sorry, the door opens, and they're the first order have or do you, like you in the hangar bay. They're like, all right, come out, and it's just actors, like just cast members. And I walk out of the transport, and I'm literally standing in a fucking hangar bay, <laughs> life size, like full star destroyer hangar bay. That's incredible, man. With <laughs> a whole squad of stormtroopers, like Legion, standing just beyond reach. Because uh, they kind of corral you to a different area. Yeah. But they're all there. Um, I'm pretty sure they're animatronic, but they're actually moving slightly. So yeah. Like, they, Just they enough to like, give you animation the, from the distance. Yeah. But yeah. the cool thing is that the far side where the where the screen is that, you know, before you go into the vacuum of space. Yeah. It's a massive screen with ships flying past you from the first order. That's crazy. Like, it's because you were part of a fleet. And it's like, okay, shit. So they bring you down this whole hallway. Uh, which is like kind of the secondary line because I'm still not on the ride yet. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And then they start cordoning you off into interrogation cells to learn where the base is, which I had already forgotten. <laughs> uh, and the, and Did you say Dantooine? I, I, the guy's like, where's the where's the base? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, I don't believe Dantooine. you. <laughs> it's on Dantooine. <laughs> but the whole time, the first order officers who were kind of corralling your groups. The actors. Yeah, the actors. They're throwing shade at you 
the whole time. That is amazing. Uh, but like they don't do anything like like no no like you're mean. a piece of shit and your no, mom no, no. hates you. They're like, they're like where's the they're like where's the base? You're a disappointment to both your parents. Yeah, <laughs> they'll like keep moving resistance scum. Yeah, stuff like that. That's so cool. Yeah, it just they must, that must scare kids. Um, potentially, most of the kids I think were pretty happy because they were just bewildered where they were. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, they've stepped into this world, right? Yeah. Uh, and like, there's a big Tie Fighter up there too in the in the docking area. But like, the ship—if you turn around after you've walked out and you look behind you—the ship model that they made up on the ground is there too. So it's the same ship you're walking out of. Nice. <laughs> uh, That's wild. Anyway, so you go down. They send you off into these interrogation rooms, and when you're in them, all of a sudden Kylo Ren and Hux show up. And they're like digital, yeah, above you, and they're talking like, "Oh, we're gonna pull the information from you, yada yada." And then halfway through discussion, all of a sudden, the resistance fleet shows up and starts fighting. Mm-hmm. So then they leave, and after they leave, resistance members cut a hole in the wall, which I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know that that was a thing. And all of a sudden, like you see like this like glowing cut, and then all of a sudden the wall panel pulls out. Like it's been cut. Yeah. And moves to the side. And then that's where you get on the ride. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, it's so insane. And the idea is that they've hacked a bunch of astromech droids that are uh, in these transports and they're doing a prisoner transport. Yes, I've seen that. And then, but there's no track for this ride. Yeah, hey, it's all digital it's track. It's all digital track. It's like a, a computer driving a vehicle. Yeah. yeah. And you go all over the Star Destroyer. At one point, you were going between legs of ATATs and shit. Yeah, and there's one where there's like uh, like cannons that are firing and like outside. Yes, to your and, right. you and they're like, and they're like, you're going timing it in between them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as the cannons are firing, yeah, there's one really where there's cool. like an ATAT that shoots at you from yep. behind. Yep. I, that thing is, I saw videos of it, and they they laser like hits the wall and creates like a dent in the wall, wow. and yeah. it just looks like it's a projection on there. I think it's just a projection, but it looks so good. Yeah. So what it is, uh, is. They actually started doing this, I think, with Muppets, and it's an enhancement on the Muppets thing. Because if you go into their theater, you don't see any damage, but by the end of Muppets, half the theater is destroyed. Oh, okay. So the way they do is they have uh, all of the walling, and most of it's just physical art. But there are sections of that, that are like panels, that are digital versions of what should be there. Yeah. And what happens is when the blasts start happening, those digital things switch. Oh. to different panels as the damage happens. So now all of a sudden, it, but it looks like the exact same, like photorealistic yeah. damage. And it's like, it's cool. That's cool. So the idea is that you're being chased throughout the whole Star Destroyer by Kylo Ren. And it gets intense. That's, <laughs> That's really sweet. cool. Uh, that and then sweet. eventually you get off. I'm not yeah. going to say how or anything like that or what happens, but it's it's cool. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you see Finn at multiple it points of the ride. Like it's sounds like Disney's doing more of a, it's not a ride. It's, an it's a story. It's yeah. an experience, it's an experience that you're part yeah. of. Yeah, you get to be a part of this story now. You get to be a part of the Star Wars universe for, yeah. the, for the time that you're here. Yeah, that's really so cool. So that, that's a that's a brilliant philosophy, and I think it's kind of what's driving a lot of the creative endeavors now. It's just sad that you know, like on some level, you know, what started what started it for Disney was was the films, the sequel trilogy, and 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 they it sounds like they didn't turn out as good as this ride. Yeah, <laughs> so no, just, they need the same writers yeah. as the ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm not, I don't want to talk too much about the ride, but I will say uh, one. Really impressive thing too. Uh, after going through like the waiting period of you know, getting on the ride itself, which was fun the whole time, uh, there's a point where I'm sitting on the ride. I'm like, it's been like fucking four minutes and we're still going. <laughs> like it's a long ride. Like when you actually yeah. get on the ride, yeah. Uh, and I was like, wow, this is fun. Like it was. So the whole fun. thing, how long would you say it was? Five minutes, probably. Which for a ride is long. 
Wait, so from no, I mean from like the moment. Though, oh, from the moment um, you stepped into like the the entry area for the just ship. over an hour. Holy shit! What? Yeah. Well, because you're looking at so many things and you're wandering, you're going through all these different processes. Each process is about five to ten minutes long, and there's a bit of a line. So yeah, there's a little bit of waiting. But while you're waiting, you're taking pictures of like the whole fucking thing. Like it's that's wild. It's I insane. didn't realize it was that long. I thought yeah. maybe you were going through it and took 15 minutes or no, something. No, like that's it. why there's this queue. That's why there's this all this delay and stuff yeah, like yeah. that about getting on this ride because this ride's a long fucking ride yeah. at the end of the day. It's really impressive. Yeah. Huh. Like it's fun though. Like it's yeah. a lot of fun. I mean, but, I've never been on a attraction like that. This yeah. is that long. Yeah. That, that takes you through it. So that that's really impressive. I mean, like if if you're on it there on a day where like whatever reason population was down, it was yeah. really slow. Or if they opened up to the because they're eventually going to open it up to the night park. Sure. I'd say you could probably bang it out in about thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if there's no like lines, I'll just do it to over wait. and over for three hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, that and like Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run would be a lot of fun at nighttime because you could just keep getting back on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I was there at the park pretty late before closing. And I got on Smuggler's Run in like 20 minutes. Nice. Uh, which normally is like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I get on the damn thing. Nice. Or sorry, 120 minutes. So two hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was like, because I was there late because I went to Savvy's. Sure. Um, and coming out of Savvy's, actually, I was technically after the park closed. So it was like, the park was desolate. <laughs> it was neat, though. That's cool, man. So anyway, yeah, the uh, Galaxy's Edge, definitely, if you're thinking about going down there, make sure to check it out. Rob, you you had a blast. You went several times, got to do everything there. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys pretty much cased the joint. You did everything. Oh, I uh, and, I also uh, went to the, there's a huge hangar bay where you can get, like, food and stuff like that. Yeah. And that whole thing is done up, like, an actual hangar bay. There's, like, uh-huh. cargo pods that have been turned into table areas. Oh, that's cool. And stuff like that. It's pretty neat. Nice. Damn. Uh, that was the impressive thing you showed me in the pictures was just the level of detail. Everything. Yeah, it, it's, everything so. was some level of detail that tied to something in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, like there's enough stuff online, so there's no point in me giving my pictures to people for the podcast. I mean, I can give them to you anyway, and you can put them up if you want. Uh, but uh, I'll show you guys the pictures. It's all Yeah, really you can cool. send me yeah. your favorites. I can post them up yeah, in the sure. group. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so look out for that. I was telling Rob at the beginning that I started a Ronan Geek official podcast group. Nice. Friends and Frenemies of the Pod. So uh, it's on Facebook. And so we already had a page that's been successful. But the group is kind of what's what's going on right now on Facebook is mm-hmm. the groups. So uh, so anyone who wants to join and is already on Facebook can, can either invite themselves and I can I can approve it or uh, or invite other people even if you're already in, which is pretty cool. Nice. Oh. So. Actually, I was going to say before we move on, I should probably just touch on the Savvy's thing just in case anyone wants to. Oh, yeah. So we're right. talking about the lightsaber building now. Yeah. 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 And, and you showed us this lightsaber earlier. This is this is really you said it was justice and peace. Or which which one uh, is Peace this? and Justice, yeah. Peace and Justice. So the the design of it, and it's essentially <laughs> yeah, Luke Skywalker's blade. lightsaber, and uh, it's making a sound now because the blade isn't on it, so it's yeah. shorting out. But it's legit. It weighs a couple pounds. It's uh, it's two and a half about. Yeah, it's really impressive. Yeah, it's metal. Yeah, uh, which a lot of people were questioning about online because and. I get it. If Could you're you looking it up me, pictures, if you're looking Could up, you hand it to me. Oh, the, the lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you actually look up pictures of it online, it looks so much worse than it is in person. Honestly, even from here, it's it looks photog- like it could be plastic. Yeah, it looks like it could be plastic. But to be honest, once you touch it, you it, immediately, immediately know. feel the weight. See, yeah, I, thought, I thought it was magnesium, but it's heavier than magnesium. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but yeah. it's heavy. It's probably just aluminum. I'd guess just probably aluminum. aluminum. Yeah, probably. Just but it just looks like thick aluminum. Yeah. But it's uh it's ro- so it's robust. It's a it robust looks nice. piece. It is nice. It is a really nice piece. Um, and when you go there, obviously you're gonna want to book ahead. So when you know you're going to Disney, you're gonna you want to do some reservations. The two you want to do are for Savvy's, which is to build your lightsaber, 
Uh, actually, technically, if you want to build a droid, you want to make you can register for that beforehand. You can actually line up for that though and still do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and you want to also register for Oga's Cantina. But for Savvy's, it's pricey. It's like a two hundred dollar US US to do it. That's a worthy price to me. And uh, it's a whole process experience. When you go in, uh, you select you kind of select like which drawer of parts yeah, you want. Kind of style group. Style group. Yeah, there's four style groups currently. Uh, rumors there's more coming. There's always rumors though, so who knows? Uh, I assume that they will have more to get the return clientele. <laughs> oh know, like, yeah, like yeah. like me to go back. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, when I go and do it, you got to be there. So because uh, I want to, I'll wait till the next round comes out because I want yeah. a Sith lightsaber for sure. Oh no, there's a Sith one. That's, that's a there. power and control. Power yeah, and that's control. Vader's, right? Uh, no, nope. Oh, it's not. No, it's a oh, uh, just Sith, Sith style. style. Oh, okay. Yeah, none of these are legacy ones. You can get the legacy ones though. They're in the they're they're for sale. You can get oh, okay. Them. You can get okay. Ahsokas. You can get Ventresses. You can get Vader, Maul. Luke, Obi Wan, Dooku, Dooku, yeah. Okay. But I, I really like um, Ahsoka's new ones that they have. They're mm. really sleek looking. They're mm. really nice. Uh, so you get the you choose your drawer. So you choose your drawer, uh, and then you get a pin, and you wear the pin on your shirt. And when you go in, the people who are the gatherers, who are the ones who kind of go and get the parts for lightsabers uh, in this like version of lore, they will uh, then see your pin and give you the correct drawer. Yeah. Uh, but before you do that, you actually pick a kyber crystal out of a kyber crystal container that they have there. Uh, and you pick between green, blue, red, or purple. Uh, violet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like a lighter version of Windu Saber. Like, yeah. His is a bit darker. So it's not, it's not like, oh, I'm only getting It's like Windus. indigo. It's like a, like a pinkish purple. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It, it actually looks really nice. They all look really nice. You can get yeah. more colors, too, uh, in the store next door. Uh, you can get, like, white and nice. yellow. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I'll have to do that, because white will be a thing. Uh, technically, yeah. you could probably buy it before you went to Savvy's, and then just have it in your pocket, and then switch them out. Oh, like, yeah, they fuck would, with them? Would, they would still give you your crystal for going yeah. to Savvy's, but you could switch it out to put a white one in. Yeah, you like, pick up I'll, your crystal, but then put the other one in. Yeah. I'll do it when I can just do the dark saber. Uh, anyway, I don't want to talk too much about the process. Yeah, I know you can find it online, but I just don't want to spoil it. It's it's a little cheesy. It's a it lorry experience. It, yeah, it's, it's a little cheesy, but it is fun, and it's acted out by the people who work there, and yeah, they do yeah. a great job. But the thing is, like, I was like, as cheesy as it is, I wouldn't change it because yeah. the reason is, if they didn't have that, it would be such a hollow experience. Mm-hmm. And they do such a good job. Yeah, yeah. Their, their main goal there is to is to work you through assembling it. Yeah. But they do it in character. They do it all in character. And it's a lot of fun. It's a whole process. There's a little bit of some lighting and show that happens too. Yeah. It's actually really, really cool. Um, I mean, it's it's I would say it's definitely gauged to a younger crowd, but I don't think that you would not appreciate it being older by any means. Hmm. Nice. Uh, because, I mean, I went with my mother and she loved it. Yeah. Uh, and she's not even a huge Star Wars she's fan. She's not a huge Star Wars fan. She, she just, she's, she's like a fan in the sense like, oh, I'll go watch the movies. Yeah. But she hasn't seen like the extended universe stuff. Like she hasn't even gone to see, I think, Rogue One. Yeah, exactly. Like she saw like the core franchise movies. Yeah. Your mom just likes fun experiences. She's yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, but was fun. And uh, her, her, my mom's friend was actually with us. She went in too. And she didn't build one, but she, you can have a plus one whenever you go to Savvy's. Okay. So for every person that's there has a plus one Got if it. they want it. And uh, so she went, and she doesn't even know what Star Wars is. And she actually thought the whole thing was kind of cool. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it, it it's fun. Sweet. It is what it is. Sweet. It's fun. 
Yeah, man. Honestly, it's an extremely impressive experience. I, I can't wait to hopefully I'm able to go yeah. <laughs> this next oh, year eventually. and, yeah. and I'll, I'll plan far in advance and let you know what those dates look like. You have It'll to be let similar, me know too. Similar dates. So maybe we could just do we'll a make a Ronin Geek, geek trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can all go in uh, Pilot of the Falcon. Yeah. Ronin Geeks. <laughs> That'd be amazing. We'll that'd be an no, amazing we'll disaster. We'll get Nora as our engineer. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. She'll be she'll be two and a half at that point. She'll be good for it. So yeah, yeah. We'll see how that goes. So anyway, I figure we could get into some uh, playing and watching then, kind of tie it up with that, because I know yeah. we haven't convened in some time. I have my, I've had been busy, and I've got my show and tell. Oh boy! Actually, let's get into that then. Let's do Adam's show and tell. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm interested to see what this is because there's a questionnaire that went out. <laughs> uh, yes, there was. <laughs> so first of all, um, wait, I'll do normal playing and watching. Sure. I played Red Dead, bought it, picked it up. What do you think? PC. I'm done. You, you beat it? No. I'm done. Oh, I'm done with the fucking game. So, uh, so you should have went with my recommendations instead. Uh, I don't remember what your recommendation was, but uh, I'm fucking done with that Frostpunk. game. Frostpunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely should have. Amanda's playing, so we're getting the value out of it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's good. No, I basically gave up. I, w- I was enjoying it all the way through the tutorial. Yeah. And then there was a scenario where I kept getting my horse to die. So, so I want to be clear. Micah fucked me. That's where this all began. Yeah. <laughs> Micah fucked me. Got it. It wasn't exactly the beginning, but it, it was more or less yeah, the beginning. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And uh, my horse kept dying, and I kept having to carry my saddle to the nearest town, not anywhere near a fucking town. <laughs> I know. I found out later, you, you don't, don't fucking have to, have to do, do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Lost my but, hat, but rebought the, uh, new hats, then discovered I could just go get my hat at the saddle. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't have to actually go bring. I can just get what yeah, I go yeah. to. Which I got to say, though. Uh, and then you're stealing hats. It must be a very immersive moment for you carrying oh the my. fucking saddle that whole way. So this is where I decide to give up. So I was on my third horse. <laughs> I already lost Nightmare, my favorite horse. You should have just fucking called me. I would have been like, dude, you don't have to do any of this shit. You were in Disney World. I would have taken the call. You didn't name all your horses Roach? No, I didn't name one of them. Oh, okay, good, good, good. The first one who died was named Roach. That's better because my horse online is called Elmer. That's good, that's good. So I was on my third fucking horse. Yeah. uh, And the way it was doing is I was running through the cinematic modes, like auto run, basically on the paths. And a bunch of um, uh, bandits were like... And I wasn't barely even looking because when you're in the the yeah you the start doing other things. It, it, well, it, when you're in the cinematic mode, it doesn't look ahead of your character. It no. looks to the side, looks behind. Yeah, yeah. It looks at the scenery. Yeah, it yeah. tries to be scenery. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all I hear is, "You stop! Hold up your hands, or I'll shoot!" And I'm like, "Oh fuck! Oh shit!" I'm, I'm panicking, pushing buttons because I can't. I'm like, "Oh, I don't know what's going on." And then I just barrel through this one guy, and my horse hits his horse. I go flying off my horse. My horse goes. It gets all fucked. and they start shooting at me and kill my horse i i'm like fuck you guys and i just go on a rampage i just murder all of them i'm like you son of a and i i I, there's so one of their horses gets away i'm like i am not walking back with my saddle again so i'm i'm walking back i'm I'm trying to catch this horse that's off in the distance you know being all panicky and i'm like i'm sitting there calming down the horse off in the distance and this traveler walks by. He's like, "Howdy, howdy partner." I'm like, "Ah, oh, uh, okay. I'm not gonna, not gonna do anything." Howdy, partner. 
on the horse. And all of a sudden, he gets to the bodies of corpses. You know, the, so. the, the group of corpses. It's like, witness, like, son of a bitch! And I go chase after him. But I'm not on a horse. He is. And I'm shooting him, trying to shoot at him at a distance. I'm like, fuck it. He gets away. And I'm like, god damn it! <laughs> Dude, this is like me when I was playing and just fumbling with all the controls all the time. Like, I literally... I just, and I, I just didn't understand, like, why... Like, I found this house, and there was some bandits in there, and I killed them, and I was looting all their stuff. And then, like, the, I'm in the house with the body, and somebody out on the road, like, outside, I hear them out there, like, what the hell's going on in there? And I'm like, what the... How do you know that this is even happening in here? Yeah. This is total, I killed them with a knife. It's been very quiet. Like, I don't know how you know that I'm in here doing this. Yeah, I, that's what I gave up, was I literally saw the witness leaving, saw my... Uh, my wanted price go up from yeah. like 500 like it was at a thousand because of micah yeah and i just turned over looked at the horse that's now calm next to me and i just bang and just shoot him in the head i'm like i'm done <laughs> I, was, I was pissed you retired from the cowboy life <laughs> i was tired of yeah. the cowboy life. you and retired down to uh what's it called port port saint dennis or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Denis, my, yeah my bounty was getting high because i decided to go into i was in valentine because i couldn't go anywhere else because i had a bounty then, everyone and else then, and then and then it was called ghost town when you left <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much i basically what happened was i was sitting there i was getting off my horse and i bought this skull mask oh, to, yeah. to act as like you know because it's supposed to be you know for yeah. when you're committing yeah. crimes I'm like cool i should try to learn maybe to do crimes now because apparently i'm a crime guy now well i guess i'm going down that path yeah so i'm sitting there playing with it <laughs> and i'm a crime guy yeah and i'm right outside the sheriff's house or sheriff's <laughs> building and i put on the bandana yeah in my face and the sheriff comes walking at the door he's like you there take off that bandana and i'm like okay i didn't know bandanas were illegal and i'm fumbling through the inventory <laughs> trying to take it off <laughs> Coincidentally, on the computer, the button you push to hold down, if you hold it down, it brings up your inventory wheel. Yeah. yeah. But if you click it, it draws your gun. Yes. Same problem on the PS3 that I had. Same problem. Same problem. I was. I, I held up a postman and shot him. Shot him right in the stomach. Yeah. So, yeah. I look at the sheriff. I pull up the gun and I'm going, and he's like, you boy, put down that gun. I'm like, oh my God. I want to do a live action sketch of this. <laughs> Like you're a, you're a cowboy, but you're being played by someone in Red Dead, and you're just like completely fumbling everything that you're doing and like dropping your gun and like. Yeah. So I pull out my gun and I'm like, oh fuck! And then he's like, "You're going to jail, boy!" And I'm like, "For wearing a mask? What the fuck?" And he's like, "You're coming with me." And I'm like, "Oh fuck it!" And I I go to shoot him. I'm like, "Fuck this shit!" I go to shoot him and I shoot my fucking horse. <laughs> Roach is now Roach died, by the way. <laughs> this is classic Red Dead 2, man. <laughs> and then the oh chair's dead, God. and the rest of the town's like, oh boy, there's a fight! And I'm like, oh bullshit. I knew I was going to, at that point, I'm like, I'm resetting this game. I'm going back to an older thing. <laughs> you, had to, you had to wipe out the entire town of Valentine. Yeah, yeah. That's Every, exactly everyone what had to go, except for the horse. So. <laughs> so, I had this happen to me too many times, and at some point, like, they were, it was funny at first. Yeah. And then it became not funny. And then after, like, I just want to hear what happened i just want to go do the story but i can't like everything distracts from the story and not all of it's this funny like, this is funny i'm making the story funny yeah but after the fourth time of doing this yeah. with my goddamn horse i'm sick and fucking tired of this well, shit dude, that's like that's like when i gave up on it i think i was like i just i was riding at night and i found some homestead like just some random homestead it was a couple guys <laughs> sitting on the front porch 
and uh, and you can like ride up to them and talk to them from the back of the horse, right? So mm. I'm talking to them, and they're like, "Howdy, partner. Good, nice evening." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, blah blah blah. Nice evening." And then all of a sudden, one of the guys is like, "Well, you better ride along now." And I'm like, "Uh, okay." So I try to ride along, but then out of nowhere, their fucking dog comes out and attacks me. So I kill the dog, obviously, because it's attacking me and my horse. And then uh, and those guys open fire at me, and I had to kill the whole homestead. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, women, women, women children. The man, yeah, yeah. Everyone had to die. And uh, <laughs> it was just a cat going meow, bang. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> then you skin the cat go. and eat it. And then, and then another time, I was just riding. There was like a fenced area, and I kind of there was a path in between those, so I kind of rode through. And it turned out to be like somebody's private property, like a farm or something. Yes, I did. And the then, same and thing. then the farmer's like, "Why are you on my land, boy?" And he starts, he starts pulling his gun, shooting. I'm shooting at him, and I'm like, I just, "I'm trying to get through. I'm yeah. just trying to take a shortcut." I was, ta- I was doing this yes, auto run through a road. Yeah, and all of a sudden you hear. You better get off this plantation, boy. And you're like, what the fuck? What? It's it's almost a conversation of like, is is like realism too real for it to no longer be fun? Because uh, yeah. I, I I like I thought it was a great simulation of the of what the West was back. <laughs> it was a great simulation. I'm sure, it was, was nothing it, like no. was it always fun? No, <laughs> it's te- it's technically impressive. I know Amanda's playing, and she's died a bajillion times. Yeah. The more often you die, the more scars your right. character gets. And he's actually got. An area of his face with a beard doesn't grow anymore. Oh shit! Wild. I didn't know that happened. I yeah, wild. I don't want to say why that's never happened to me because I feel like a dick at this point. Did you reset everything? <laughs> no, I just don't suck at the game. Oh, fuck <laughs> <you>. <laughs> well, I also took I also take a lot of unnecessary risks. Like I, I intentionally went out trying to find like the most dangerous animals I could. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to yeah. No, that's them. fun though. That's yeah, the yeah, fun yeah. Part. That's that's the fun I do, part. I do that shit all the time. In and, uh, I think yeah. my biggest gripe with it was um, I think some of the systems were overly complex and I couldn't understand them. Like, oh, here's a mask. If I put it up, no one knows my face so I can just, you know, murder people and I'll be okay-ish. Turns out it's not exactly how it It works. doesn't work as well as it's supposed to. It's intended to work better than it does. Yeah, and then yeah. there's also the controls make it so that when I'm not trying to do a thing, I end up doing a thing and it just yeah. spirals out of control. Well, well, that's yeah. the problem, right? Because, I mean, somebody who's making a game, I get it. It's a problem because you need to make a very complex user interface for people to control the game as you are able to do more and more things in games. The controllers are only so big and only have so many buttons. Yeah. So, like, it, it becomes really, really clunky. It's just weird, though, because I played Red Dead Redemption 1 very thoroughly. So I was all over Red Dead Redemption 1 when I came out on PS3, and, and I didn't have that much trouble with it. I, I think I was pretty proficient at the game at the time. Hmm. Uh, so it's just weird that this one I found to be so much more difficult uh, than, than Red Dead Redemption 1. But, yeah, I totally, totally uh, sympathized with your uh, horse experience. <laughs> In fact, one of the only videos uh, from Red Dead that I have on our, on our YouTube is uh, is uh, a video game or a shot of me playing Red Dead Redemption Two, riding on the back of a horse, and I have like a lady I'm escorting. She's sitting on the back of the horse, yeah. And I and I run off some unforeseen cliff, <laughs> like we just go tumbling <laughs> through the air. Lady, I'll help the you horse, get back to town. The <laughs> horse, the horse dies. Yeah. She dies, and I get up with just a sliver of my health. <laughs> Just wander off. And start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, we're riding along, and it's like, ah! And then she's dead, and everything's just a disaster. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's one of the that's one of the videos I got on there. Um, I did a lot of exploring, though. I found, like, some giant skeletons up on a mountain, which is pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's some cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, the next plane in watching, I, I watched uh, the second season of Altered Carbon. We can talk about that later. Yeah, And the third yet. season of Castlevania. I haven't seen that either yet. They're, they're just as good as I'm them. going to. I just got back. And nice. I, we can yeah. probably talk about it later. I definitely suggest you watch them if you haven't. I, 
saw Altered Carbon season one, and I've also watched season one of Castlevania, so I still got to get on season two of that. Yeah. But yeah. Two's not very long. We'll get through it fast. Well, neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're not very long. long yeah. So I'll let you, we won't talk about that too much. Okay. I think it, it's good. All I can say, all I'll say here is in Altered Carbon, the first one's more of a film noir, you yeah. know, gumchu cop, okay. gumchu mm-hmm. detective. This one's more action adventure. Cool. Okay. All right. Okay. That, could, that. That, could, that could be good, though, because they've said the, the stuff for the game, or sorry, for the show. Uh, actually, I was going to say, Altered Carbon now has a tabletop. Game. Oh, does it? Yeah, it does. Apparently, the books are like that, too. The books change style. Yeah. So, okay. That's cool. matching the books. I'm okay cool. fine, fine by me. Is it a different character or same character? Same character, different actor. Right? Because remember, they Well, yeah, that bodies. doesn't matter, though. But that doesn't... Yeah, exactly. Right. Which I actually love about Altered Carbon. Yeah. That they can just do that. Great technique. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great. Uh, Anthony Mackie does a good job. All the actors are fine. Poe is fantastic. Nice. Again. Um... And then Castlevania is the fourth season's more of a. I feel like they're setting up for a fifth season, so they're going to have a fifth season because yeah. they're just. It this feels like moving all the chess pieces into place. Yeah, but it's entertaining putting all the chess pieces. Yeah, into place. well, that's like the last one felt like it was like okay, the war against darkness is kind of happening now. Yeah, and now it feels like so. Moving on, I'm interested to see where that goes. Yep. So my next two are themed together. Okay. First one is I started playing a game called Mechanicus. Oh, okay. How was it? I love it because I've got it. I've Mechanicus? played it a bit. I've played it a bit. Yeah, it's, is, it a, is it a board it's, game? No, it's no, a no, strategy no. game. Tactical, tactical game. Warhammer Forty yeah. K. Uh, tactical. I didn't find. I didn't oh. feel like it was complex enough to keep my attention. Um, so I kind of dropped off playing it. Ah, uh, see, but, I love but it. If does it change if I stay with it? Like, does it become more complex? Um, I I don't know if I'd say. I don't want to say it becomes more complex. You're, you're using all the same rule systems. Yeah. You're just using them in a more complex way, in a more okay. advanced way. Got it. You, your your struggles become harder and harder, so you have to be more clever with how you use Got it. There, I find that they're simple tools Yeah. that you can use in a very it, advanced it, method. It, it feels like XCOM light. Yes. Yeah. And I love it for it. Yeah, no, I, I figured you would because it, it is XCOM light. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you hit it right on the nail. It yeah. is XCOM light. Yeah. Uh, I think the thing that I love about it is there, there is timers on it, but it is mm-hmm. not, unlike XCOM where it's like you miss the timer, you lose. Yeah, it's just you this miss the timer, you get diminished returns, right? You get It, it gets harder. Oh, okay. So the timer keeps clocking up and every once in a while it just gets harder. Got so it. eventually, it becomes impossible. Right. But but that, but that feels more like a realistic timer as opposed to something that's like you hit the timer, you're fucked, even if you're standing next to the objective. Yeah, ex- yeah. exactly. So I, it feels better. I, I like that more. I like I like the, um, what's the raid timer. Is that what is the technical term in MMOs? I, I've never. Oh, ra- the rage timer. Rage timer. Rage that's timer. effectively what it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then what they do a good job of is the whole game runs in your trying not to wake. You're trying to do as many actions as you can while not waking up the Necron tomb. Yes. And the game ends when you wake up the Necron tomb to 100%. That doesn't mean you lose. The game is done when you do it. You have to get through as much as you can. Mm. Oh, there isn't a final goal. I mean, there's kind of a final goal. You're there to, to discover someone, one of the uh, other tech priests found a secret there, and you're supposed to try and find that hmm. secret while oh, getting there. It seems like one of the, at least one of the ne- like the Necron Lord is awake or something. Some, yeah. some parts of the Necropolis are awake. Yes, and it's slowly waking up as you're fighting, so yeah. it gets harder and harder. So you're following harder. the clues that were left behind? So do, kind of. So okay. do you start fighting Necrons as the game progresses? Then, like the flayed ones and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. As they, the flayed ones, pretty early. It's they're on like the third mission, but you uh, fight play. You start, oh, then I've definitely fought them. I just don't remember. Oh yeah, you start fighting like immortals and then destroyers and pariahs and stuff. Pariahs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It gets harder and harder and harder. Cool. 
That's cool. But that's what that game should be. So that's I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, my favorite thing is the sound. I love the sound of that game, the mm, music, yeah. and I love the speech. Yes. Oh God, the the voice acting in those games is always awesome. Because yeah. Because it's just like it's super edge lord communication kind of stuff yeah. going on. But I'm like, yeah, but that's what makes it fun. <laughs> it, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, sound and when you it's a tactics shooter, but you don't ever miss, which is probably yes. my favorite thing. Yeah, because okay. you do less damage, right? Um, no, Isn't it? You, no, it's just what happens is the units have different shields, so oh. you have to identify what kind of shields they have and counter it. Got it. Um, so you're, the, the mystery there isn't the missing. It's you may shoot them with an energy bolt, but they have enough shield that they don't give a fuck. But, yeah. So it's more about discovering information. You have most of the information on the table that you need to solve your yeah. problem. That's what I like. It's about. just how do you apply your tools? Exactly. Yeah. So great game. Now, in that same theme, I was asked by a friend, um, uh, a friend of mine, um, Andrew. He asked a simple question: <laughs> Do you want to play some Kill Team? Oh God! Yeah. So Kill Team is Warhammer 40k for poor people. Okay. They put it out about two yeah. years ago. Yeah. And the idea is instead of fighting with like a 500 point or 1,000 point army, yeah. Yeah. you fight with a 100 point army, which is like four guys, five guys. Okay. Guys, yes. Cool. Yeah. Something like that. And it runs on similar rules, not exactly the same, but it's meant for smaller skirmishes. Yeah. So. Oh, now I understand. Oh, uh, this is the show <laughs> and tell. I would like to introduce to you guys the first of his name, Robohotep. <laughs> Robohotep? Robohotep. <laughs> You're supposed to name every single one of your soldiers. Yes. Um, awesome. So that you feel good So when, when things go wrong for them. Robohotep. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Of the he adep- looks like a Warhammer guy. He, he is. is a Warhammer guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> he is a Thousand Sun Chaos Marine. Rupert okay. Marine. Uh, pretty he badass. is named after you, Robo Hobo. I appreciate that. <laughs> so and I Rob, you will that. have your own with a minigun. Awesome. <laughs> I would have totally picked Flamer if I knew that's what it was. But I know. I'm, I'm okay with that. His jetpack is sweet. Um, so yeah, we've got uh, uh, of the Adeptus Hotep army. So yeah, nice. I got a bunch of guys who are. Hell yeah, man. He's cool. That is cool. Yeah. yeah, this is the entire rule book. The rule book is the actual rules. Is like seventeen pages. Yeah, the rest yeah. is just fluff and cool stats. And fluff, stuff like cool that. stats of the yeah. armies and stuff. Cover like that. Yeah, badass. Uh, the characters kill, on here. Kill yeah. team is is fun. It's fun is what it is in my opinion, and uh, and it is very much like kind of Warhammer light in the sense that you're just focusing on smaller units. Yeah, uh, but there's um a version. I'm not sure if it's this version of Kill Team or the older version of Kill Team where it's technically almost like a squad that you build over time. Uh, it's like a, more like a tabletop, but like your squad evolves and you give them new equipment. It's the so. same game. Yeah. So what happens is you can do a campaign. Okay, version. that's what it is. Yeah. And what happens is you have to you build a roster of twenty units, mm-hmm. and any mission you and this is on tabletop, so it's yeah, physical. Yeah. yeah. You assign a hundred points worth of those people, and they go on the mission. And if they survive the mission, they get they gain experience. Experience, yeah. If they don't it's survive, like, it's like Mordheim, but 40k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they don't survive the mission, you can't use the next mission. Yeah. Or the mission after, or ever again in that campaign. Yeah, because they're dead. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. they're dead. <laughs> yeah. No, it would be it would be a lot of fun. Um, I so do you own that copy of Kill Team? I that's mine. Could I look at it some other time? Uh, you could probably look at it between now and um. Actually, I might be playing it this. Can Sunday. I just make an army of a hundred zealots? 
those are those are special. So you assign those. You can assign those to the unit to make yeah. them each unique. Oh, okay. They each get unique abilities. Can I okay. give it to you on Saturday? That's awesome. That'll work you. Yeah, yeah. I will look at that. So I have gotten back into the Warhammer world. Because I've got a shit ton of units. So. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're interested, there's I like will... five of us at this. Oh, yeah. shit. You got to edit that out. I will. <laughs> Don't worry. Other people are also in it. Uh, other people are also in it. Um, cool. so yeah, it, we're no, everyone's kind of in the process of building their army right now. No one's yeah. quite gotten something I mean, done yet. My availability will be spontaneous. And that's so. kind of what this, this and is I, not for, cool. this, no, yeah. but this is a lot of these people are just, they're like us, they have kids, they have work and it's like, you can play from up to, from two to four players yeah. per mission. So if you can get two people together to play, play just two people. Sweet. If yeah. you can get four people, play four Sweet. people. Like, dude. There is no, there is, this isn't like D&D where like, no, we need to do every week because there's a yeah. strong story. It's more like unique. Blood Bowl. It's more like Blood Bowl. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, I basically, this is for this. Uh, okay. I, I basically went to, I, I took a day trip with my wife, Amanda, to London. Uh, not London, England. <laughs> just London. London, here. Ontario. Because they have more craft stores and things yeah. like that. They've also got the Warhammer. Yeah, White Oaks, they got workshop. one, yeah. Yeah, yeah I Coincidentally, didn't really buy anything. Actually, from Brimstone's there. got a bunch of Warhammer shit. Too. Yeah, they didn't have what I was looking for. Oh, okay. So we went there, and I spent basically five hundred dollars. That makes nice. sense. On... You, dro- you were like their hero that day. <laughs> I would, I would say you're dropping cash, but you bought like what four things? <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we bought. I'm not joking. <laughs> That's funny. We bought one box of cardboard. Nicest cardboard. We did money not go buy. to Games Workshop. I didn't pay any money at Games Workshop. Oh, okay. Uh, so I went to like a secondary hobby shop. I wouldn't care if you did. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like yeah. I. I it was just coincidental. Um, so the, there's this guy. It was all dusty. Like the boxes I was buying were dusty. So they've been sitting there for a long time. Yeah. No one touching them. And I bought basically three boxes of units. Okay. Um, you went all chaos? No. Mm, cool. What so I bought uh, a thousand suns, two boxes of those. Amanda okay. paid extra because she wanted terminators. I didn't need them, but yeah, she but wanted... terminators are terminators. Why would you not want terminators? Yeah, she wanted. Them. I, I didn't want to spend the money on them, yeah. but she's like, I like one. I want to paint them. I'm like, I'll add them to my roster. No big deal. I've got some spare units if you want to no, bolster yours. No, I got them. Okay. Um, and uh, Adeptus Mechanicus. Oh so yeah, this Qatari. This Qatari, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I picked up. Sweet. So yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. And oh yeah, watching. productive week I would say. Not that's not even it. One more thing. Oh, got God. the new computer. Yeah. Yes. Gave my computer to my cousin who basically hasn't had a computer since yep. he was thirteen. So yep. he's been a console. Cool. Peasant. Cool, oh, cool. dude, I bet he's been deep in the rabbit hole. He's now. been deep in the rabbit hole. He's <laughs> been playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and uh, he got into StarCraft. Nice. So nice. I've been okay. I've been teaching him StarCraft. Kind of picked up yeah. where he left co-op. off. Co-op and <laughs> versus AI. Oh, really? Like oh, versus AI. He's doing it. the story mode as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. I don't play them. That's awesome. So I've That's had awesome. a very busy week while you guys. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Go ahead. I had Alex. a shameful week. <laughs> I took my Switch out of Florida, but all I really got to play was uh, some mobile games. Uh, I did find one mobile game, though. It's a little bit interesting. It's called uh, uh, Dragon Summoner like Pixel Fighter. And, and oh, God, I saw an ad for it on Facebook, and I'm like, and it was showing like Dragon Ball characters, but like in a sort of an RPG sort of automated style game. Anyway, so I went and downloaded it, and it's the weirdest game. Like I'm playing it, I'm like, how is this licensed for Dragon Ball? Because it's not called Dragon Ball. And it's got all <laughs> these characters in it that are all from Dragon Ball. And they're all named like they like, are. Like Dra- Tien and Yamcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's all of the characters from like, including like GT, Expanded Universe movies. Clearly a Chinese everything. ripoff and they just can't sue them in China. I think so. Probably. Because it, it, it's crazy though. And then, uh, so I'm playing it and it's like, uh, it's like one of the ones where 
you hit like a certain threshold every day and then you'd have to you hit a paywall where you have to pay something to proceed mm. further or you just turn it off and wait for tomorrow and then you have all your experience gained again. Yeah. So it's it's been pretty fun though. I've been playing it quite a bit actually and uh it's it operates on like servers and it must only be like a few thousand players per server. It doesn't seem like that many, but uh but I'm I'm kind of ranked in the top of the server that I'm in now and it's just because I log in every day and make sure to spend everything there is to spend and then uh and then kind of move on from that. But uh the game's actually pretty cool. So I'd actually recommend it to people who are Dragon Ball fans cuz it's kind of like all of the characters are in there. That's crazy. And uh, I, again, I don't see how this could possibly be licensed it's just it's so bizarre like it doesn't even have dragon ball in the name or anything but it is all dragon ball and it actually has nice little cutscenes for every boss it has like a cutscene of a piece of the story from dragon ball z so probably so. like the legit clips <laughs> yeah they're, they're just pulled right from the youtube it's <laughs> no right from the, right oh, from the old no, no, cassette no, no. it's, it's yeah. not it's not full motion video it's like comic book cuts it's like ma- it's oh, like, like the manga cuts. Oh, yeah 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 it's really it. cool but uh, anyway, so I'd probably recommend that for people who are just looking for something quick to play. It's not dissimilar from any of those other you know one-shot games you can play every day on mobile. But this one's all Dragon Ball themed, so it's a lot of fun, and it's got a little bit of a uh, little bit of action in it that's fun too. Nice. You can set up the battles to just be automated, and then just set your phone down and walk away, and they'll run through as many battles as they can until they hit a wall uh, that they can't beat. Or or you can take control and choose who they attack and what they attack with, and huh. uh, some battles you have to just to yeah. get through them. But uh, it's pretty in depth so far, and there's like lots of little angles that you have to use to kind of level up your character. So I played that, and then uh, Orna actually rolled out tier ten classes in the last week, Ooh. so it's a very anticipated move. So a lot of the higher level players uh, were pretty excited to actually get access to a new tier class and new character models. So it was, it was a lot of fun there, and uh, seeing a bit more momentum in that game. I did play a bit down in Orlando. Trying to uh, take some areas. Turns out that's like one of like the two or three hardest markets to play in well, in sure. all of Disney. the United States. Everyone goes to Disney. I took Disney. I took Magic Kingdom. Oh, you took so, Magic yes, Kingdom? Yes, I wow. did. Wow. Yeah, I took Magic you Kingdom when I was there. You just spent all your potions? Do you no, still have I didn't it? have to. <laughs> so there, there was, but there do was, you still have it? That's the question. Uh, I doubt it. So <laughs> I doubt it. So the, the, the territories were named like goofy stuff. So I'll go and look them up later and see if yeah. I still hold them. But once you ghost in that game, you lose like 25% of your power. So yeah. it makes it easier for local players to beat you. Oh, so okay. yeah, so likely I'll only get to hold it for a week. That's kind of cool. It, it inspires... It inspires uh, local people to get the victory rather than just one powerful dude comes in and walks right. Away. So yeah. in areas where that that I only travel to once in a while, like I saw when I was down there, like I'm not traveling for work, so a lot of the areas that I travel to normally, and I get to play like you know I'm st- if I'm staying overnight or whatever, a lot of those areas just got taken back. So I'm down like 150 areas, you know, yeah. compared to what I usually have. But I have thousands, so it really doesn't matter to me. But uh, anyway, it's super fun game. I'd still recommend getting into Orna if you haven't yet. If you're into you know GORPGs and Final Fantasy games, it's definitely going to be up your alley. But uh, with the tier 10 classes rolling out, yeah, it's kind of reinvigorated the game a little bit people are excited that's awesome and, uh, yeah it's a lot of fun so anyway that's all of my playing and watching one of the purest so. mobile games mobile games i've ever seen oh actually one one uh playing and watching we didn't do was was the sonic movie oh yeah so, oh yeah which uh was gonna be in the title of this episode now i don't know if it will be because we're coming up in two hours here but uh anyway yeah quick rundown decent movie so it, it made more money than uh than pikachu i think but I, I don't think it was as good as pikachu um, yeah no i don't think story-wise uh, wasn't as good no story-wise it definitely wasn't as good the the biggest selling point of the movie by far is jim carrey's performance oh jim carrey did amazing like, amazing <laughs> yeah. so good oh, so good there, there were moments in it where i laughed out loud but it was at jim carrey not at anything else going on <laughs> yeah. because he did he did some amazing stuff it sounds like he was kind of back to his physical he was old yes. school yeah yes like, he was old, old school, school jim carrey and, and when when at the end because of everyone's seen this picture already of him as like Robotnik, Robotnik, how yeah. we know him. 
uh, phenomenal. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> that whole sequence there is essentially at that point he is bonkers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And it, it, they almost kind of set up like a backstory of how he ended up becoming being, so obsessed with yeah, Sonic. And yeah, stuff. And coming, yeah. Coming from like his world that he comes from too, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it was neat because it was showing the effectively the origin stories of Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was neat because you actually got to see the areas that look like the original game from the Sega. Yeah, yeah. they showed it on the, on the trailer, clips, the Green yeah. Valley, Green, yeah. Green, Green Hill. Yeah, Green yeah. Hill, yeah. Green, yeah. Green Hill was actually a town in Montana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it was, so you got to see all that kind of stuff, and that was kind of neat. And then he comes to the human world, Green Hill, which was entertaining. But then, uh, so we got to see Robotnik, which is played by Carrie, and he does a, he does a great job, but like, it almost felt like it was an origin story of both Dr. Robotnik and Sonic. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because, like, you get to see Robotnik going from, like, where he is in, like, the the pecking order of the yeah. human world. And, like, not a decline so much as a uh, Sonic ran up and kicked him in the nutsack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's, like, for somebody who has been so on top of the world because nobody else can challenge him, that's where Robotnik is. And then Sonic comes in and fucks up his day. Yeah. And then he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then it's like, that's where the rivalry the comes animosity. from. The animosity. And like yeah. the focus of Robotnik going after Sonic. You now know why from the movie. And to be honest, I would go see another Sonic movie if Jim Carrey's in it just to see Jim Carrey. Nice. I wouldn't yeah. give a fuck about Sonic. Uh, it was entertaining, sure. But like Jim Carrey killed it. Yeah, yeah, and spo- yeah. spoiler warning here, but but there is another character who shows up at the very very end in in the, in the I don't know if it's mid credit scene or whatever. Yeah, mid credit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, and, and that could make for pretty good a pretty good sequel. So anyway, that's the Sonic movie. That's all I got <laughs> to say about it. Uh, go see it for Jim Carrey, if nothing else. So yeah. he, he was classic Jim Carrey. So definitely yeah. worth it. Cool. Did you see it? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. See it when it comes Sorry. out of theaters. You can yeah. you can acquire it by other legal means. And view it. Yes. 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 And it, it is uh, and worth. It's it. worth a watch. Is it worth a movie going? Eh. Okay, but just in the interest of time, I digress. So I guess it's up to. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So playing, watching all over the place. Uh, on the playing side, been playing more Stellaris, uh, which that'll probably continue because the new Federation DLC is coming out soon. Actually, like in a week or so. Um, and that's going to overhaul the, a lot of the dynamics of how that game works. Lots, lots of fun. Uh, other games that I've been playing, though, eh, not a lot, to be honest. I haven't been playing too much. So a bunch of mobile games that are not you've worth it. You've been in into. Disney World. I've been in Disney World. Yeah, <laughs> you've really been actually busy with stuff and yeah. things. Uh, I did watch a new show on Netflix. Well, it's in its second season, new to me because I haven't seen it before, which is Sex Education, if you haven't seen that yet. I saw the first season. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah so I just... Great. I, I'm... Uh, two episodes from finishing the second one. It's the, a little little off, but I love the mother. Yeah, the yeah, mother yeah. was the key to me. For yeah, me. awesome. You're going to have you not watched the second season at all yet? No, no. The first episode, you'll know. <laughs> there's a golden moment in this beginning, near the beginning of the second episode. Sorry, the first episode of the second season. I got. <laughs> I died laughing i need to know if you do too because i'm like this is really funny to me but i don't know if it's just i find it funny and everyone else finds it gross (laughs) (laughs) so i'll wait you let me know okay will do uh but the great show if you haven't seen it definitely go see that um i also watched uh because you know disney i watched uh 
uh, Mickey Mouse, the new animations that they've been doing. So they're like four minute shorts on Disney Plus. Oh, uh, you still got Disney Plus? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when Mandalorian season two comes out, and you go get Disney Plus, <laughs> or or when Hawk and or yeah or Winter whatever Soldier or whatever it is, yeah, and or WandaVision or whatever, if yeah. you go see that, uh, go watch these things. They're hilarious. They're the, like um, four minutes a piece. They're really really they're just they're short animations with a new style of animation for Mickey and Minnie and all the all the characters. It is gold. It's really good stuff. It's just like slapstick comedy to the max. Nice. But okay. like it's it's good. And it's good animation. Like it's enjoyable to watch. And they're trying to redo the Mickey thing, which is new slapstick and yeah, yeah. simple humor, but humor for all ages. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and it's fun. It's worth a watch. Nice. Um cool. and there's a whole bunch of them. There is one show I want you guys to watch because I watched the first three episodes of it, and I think it's seven episodes have now gone out. Have you guys watched Avenue 5 yet? No. Never even heard of it. Okay, so Canadian production. I think it's actually a Canadian show. It's on HBO. Hugh Laurie, the guy who plays Dr. House, mm-hmm. plays a starship captain no. on a cruise liner that is fully automated, and everything goes wrong. Doesn't, <laughs> okay, that doesn't, like doesn't this come from Apple TV? Uh, I don't know. I saw it on HBO. I, I think it maybe they just adapted it or... or t- bought it from apple but i think this is one of those shows that apple's producing because apple's producing another one that you can if you subscribe to their video uh-huh. streaming service you have access to that's starring rob michelinney from uh it's always done in philadelphia yeah. he plays mac in that and in this he's making like uh he's like a, a, a he and his team are making like an mmo video game yeah, oh, yeah and nice. it looks really good but i'm like ah, i don't want to subscribe to apple i might subscribe just for a month just to kind of check it try out to, yeah but i think this hugh laurie one is on there too uh i don't like I, said, I don't know for a fact but mythic quest but he, mythic yeah mythic quest yeah so here's the thing i was gonna say wherever you guys can watch this show we need to watch the show because good comedy yeah okay it is the like, like 30 Laurie. 30 minute oh, episodes brilliant. if you like hugh laurie he does a fucking amazing job. Like <laughs> everything that could ever go wrong with a fully automated cruise liner goes wrong. <laughs> no, it's it's only HBO. That's my bad. So yeah, yeah. Catch it. It is worth the thirty minutes that you will sit through. I promise. Oh, you. Josh Gad's in it. I like him. Yeah, there's Ooh, a, there's yeah, a lot okay. of good actors and actresses in that. It's, yeah. it's good. It's a good show. It sounds like it's set up. But it's got it two is good comedy actors. It is a weird show, but it is good. I don't care that. Yeah. Josh Gad is one of my favorite comedians. He is just naturally funny. Who does he play? Does he play Judd? Josh Gad, I can't remember. He must. He was on a talk show, and he is I'm adultishly sure. <laughs> let me funny. See, let me see a picture of the of the guy. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, he's his character is the guy who owns the cruise liner. Do you know what Josh Gad is famous for? Like how he got into no. his acting like this? No. He was one of the lead actors for the Book of Mormon. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So that nice. tells you the kind of comedy he enjoys. He does, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff since then. He was Olaf and Frozen, and mm-hmm. he, was, uh, he was in uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yes. He was LeFou. LeFou, yeah. 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 Cool. So Excellent. Uh, definitely watch Avenue 5. Will do. Yeah. You sold me. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we'll, get, we'll get back to that. Oh, I actually, totally, really quick. Uh, what was it? Something in London, uh, the... New Zealand show. What was it called? You told you were telling me to watch it. I lost track. I don't know what you're talking about. New Zealand show. Guys who did uh, what we did in the shadows of the show. The guy who played one of the vampires is the main character. Oh, in... uh, uh, um, Toast of London. Yes. I started watching it. 
I couldn't get very far because the people in the room when I started watching it did not like the show. <laughs> oh. For reasons that I understood at the time, <laughs> I, I still plan on watching it. Okay. So I will get back to that and we can we can laugh about it then. But uh, yeah, it'll be a little while till I get around to watching it. Okay. So. We're gonna be we're gonna be busy in the next few weeks. Well, you guys gotta so, play catch up. Yeah, man. Oh my god, I got a lot to do. So anyway, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, actually, I also picked up uh, Shadow of War too. <laughs> oh, I, nice. I never played the sequel, so yeah, I, I gotta I gotta play that and see what it's all about. Oh, Shadow of War is the sequel. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I only the... ever played Mordor. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Shadow of War is better. Yeah, in so, every way. Looking forward to that. Anyway, so we we are coming up with two hours here. So I guess that's it for episode eighty two officially of Rona Geek Official Podcast. Uh, glad glad to have Adam join us today. <laughs> so did you did you listen to the last couple episodes? Oh, we never even said our names. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, they get it. They get it. And, and if they don't, it's too late. So anyway, but we can do we can do it now, and I can splice it in. Nah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> see you later, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. <laughs>